0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And thank you for joining us. If you want to reach us, we're at 877 You can get us at Mark and Marsha at Gmail, Mark and Marcia at Twitter, Marsha Collier at Twitter, Hashmark Tech Radio. Is that enough, Marsha?
0: Uh, pretty much. I'm Marsha Collier on Twitter and I'm Marsha Collier on Google Plus, which kind of Leads Tyson.
2: us into our
1: coming guest. It does. You know, Marcia and I were talking a lot about uh, Google Plus and uh, some of the issues they had last week, which Marcia figured out what was going on. And uh, let me get right to our guest. If you want to call us again, 877-474-3302. Uh, Jonathan uh, Zuck is uh, president of one of the divisions of Association for Competitive Technology. Uh, Jonathan, you with us? I'm here. Great. So I, I wasn't quite clear. You're president of which
2: group? I'm the president of the Association for Competitive Technology. Ah, okay, got it.
1: All right, and tell us first of all a little bit about who is the Association for Competitive Technology.
2: Sure. Uh, ACT is a a trade association. Um, It's international and represents small and medium-sized IT companies, Uh, so software companies, hardware companies, systems integrators, and now an increasing number of uh, mobile application developers.
1: And before we get to the Google+, Plus, what are you seeing, since we're talking about mobile apps, what are you seeing in mobile apps? Which direction are we going? It looks like every day there's a new
2: mobile app coming out. Uh, There sure is. I mean, uh, it looks like it's going to be about a $14 billion business this year. And uh, within just the next few years, something like a $40 billion business is an enormous Explosion of of applications in the mobile space. And it's uh, uh, sort of revolutionary in the sense that everybody's getting involved. It's not all just venture fed companies in Silicon Valley, but small businesses uh, from all over the country, uh, from every state of the nation are, you know, creating uh, applications in their basement again. You know, it's sort of a return to the the wonder years of computing, if you will.
1: And I think it is it Cisco that's now big in uh, mobile apps?
2: I know. I mean, Cisco is uh, really big in infrastructure. So what you have are um, you know big platforms like the Apple uh, platform, uh, the Google Android platform, the Microsoft uh, Windows Mobile Seven platform, uh, Rim uh, platform. These are the uh, the places that uh, developers are building applications for users is on those on those platforms.
1: So I don't want to put you on the spot, but give us a couple of your favorite new apps that are out.
2: Ah, there's so many um, based on your interests and things. I mean, one of the most interesting applications for the uh, the Apple uh, platform uh, is something called Star Walk, which uh, you can just point your phone or your iPad to the sky and it maps out the stars and and uh, constellations you're looking at. Uh, it works all over the world. You just point the thing at the sky and it'll tell you what stars you can see, um, right uh, right on the screen of the of the device. Um, there's lots of applications for business productivity and time management and things like that. Uh, there's many, 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 many games uh, for all these mobile platforms. So just about whatever you're into, I'm into filmmaking, and there's filmmaking applications as well,
0: uh, well on these platforms. And all the pay uh, mobile pay platforms are huge apps that are coming out now. I mean, PayPal has just uh, bought another company, and I think they they want to take over the world. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously the desire to take over the world isn't too unique to anyone, I guess. But uh, right. um, yeah, mobile payments is getting to be an interesting issue. And, and what's uh, also becoming very interesting is the idea of location-based services. So the Starwalk is a somewhat benign one where you can point the thing at the sky and using the GPS and the compass, it can tell you where you're looking in the sky. But others might tell you that you're walking by a restaurant and then allow that restaurant to post an ad to you that uh, is relevant to you because you're in proximity or finding a yeah. restaurant or a bar or a particular product that you've been looking for because it yeah it's funny
0: it's funny you mentioned geolocation services. I wrote a book recently about how businesses can connect online with their customers and uh, yeah, it was interesting when we're all sold to Groupon and now we have the Groupon Living Social Battle. It's uh, an interesting market right. now to watch.
2: Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly right, and consumers are the beneficiaries.
0: Uh, is
1: the model, you know, there are a lot of free apps, and you always wonder how are these companies surviving on creating free apps, and is it advertised and such. So since you're a trade association, is this model working for people that are doing free apps?
2: Well, I think it's a really tough model. I mean, we're actually starting to see some developers fall away from the Google platform because there's really only advertising support there. Whereas what you see on the Apple platform is a little more money being spent on applications when they're first purchased. Mm-hmm. And then so-called in-app purchases, new levels to games, new characters, things like that, um, that uh, allow the purchasing to sort of continue on is a lot of what has supported. You know, when you get Angry Birds game, <laughs> which is one of the most popular ones, you know, once you reach uh, the top level, you can then purchase more levels within the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that revenue model... Uh, is, a, is a more direct line for developers, and advertising is still somewhat unproven.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see where that goes, and I, I download a lot of apps, I buy some, I do some free apps, but it's a lot of fun, regardless of what happens, and certainly for the productivity side, there's a lot of great apps you can use on uh, your multiple different devices. Um,
2: uh, well, and, it's, and it's an explosion of small businesses. I mean, I think that's that's what I'm most excited about, is that it's it's sort of returned programming to... The every man, if you will, or every woman, and, uh, and be- become less about gigantic enterprise computing with big, big, uh,
0: companies. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that, because, I mean, the amount of small businesses, I have some stats on my blog, small business really drives our economy, and when small business sure cannot focus, then nothing happens in our economy. And I've been a proponent online for small business for over, over a decade, and, you know, we've been watching all this stuff and recommending things to people because it is, with the new technology and with it being reasonable and people don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get their business online and, and communicate with their customers, it's opened up a whole new thing. Sure. By the I mean, way, over I'm posting...
2: 85% of these apps are written by small businesses.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm posting your appearance on Google+. Plus so we'll see who we get talking about that.
1: Which is actually the whole reason really that I asked Jonathan to be on the show with us. Um, Marcia and I as always are at different ends of things she is a huge lover at the moment, it's brand new so it's hard to tell where we're going to go with Google Plus and I'm kind of of the attitude, do we really need another social media site? So talk to us about Google Plus Well, I mean I
2: think that, uh, it's certainly a space that uh, Facebook has really come to dominate and uh, this is Google's third sh- attempt at uh, creating some kind of social media experience for its users. And it has the benefit of having just an enormous number of users of its search engine and its Gmail system and Picasa and 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 other web properties that they own, YouTube, I mean the irony is YouTube is the second largest search engine at this point, mm-hmm. and so I mean they they do have that benefit, but coming up with something that's distinctly different from Facebook and a new way of looking at things, I think is going to be a real challenge, but there're already up to ten million uh registrations just during the test phase, so yeah, and
0: they it said it was just a beta yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they said it was just a beta, sucking in everybody that way. But don't you feel that Facebook has become trying trying to be the MySpace? They've and they're a little bit of AOL these days. They're trying to be everything to everybody rather than functioning on what made them great to start with.
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, I I, I try very hard not to. Uh be critical or too complimentary of individual products. Um, But, uh, I mean, I I think Facebook's done an amazing job. I think the challenge for them has been to try to figure out how to generate revenue. Mm -hmm. They got this huge valuation, but eventually they had to find a place to actually bring streams of revenue into the company and have to get creative with advertising and and, uh, games and things like that to try and find, a pathway to real revenue and not just the promise of revenue because of so many users and i think that always has been the exercise on the web we start out free and then find a way to start charging after the fact and that's really tough from the standpoint uh, from a marketing standpoint
1: give us a your um, comparison between the two what you know what do you find on google plus that you and let's talk about one of the concerns you guys had were security concerns so compare that versus facebook
2: well i mean certainly at this point i mean uh, you know it's a, it's a You know, it's not completely crystal clear, but, I mean, Google's definitely had some issues um, with respect to safeguarding people's data and focusing on their privacy. When your CEO says, if you're concerned about your privacy, don't do things you don't want other people to know about, um, that feels a little bit callous to me, Mm -hmm. and so... Um, and when you consider the number of properties that Google already, ad, you know, owns—things like DoubleClick and AdMob, uh, Picasa, YouTube, uh, Gmail, etc.—they already know quite a bit about us. So I think people that are concerned about the sort of increasing centralization of information um, are going to have their reservations about really jumping on the Google Plus bandwagon. Uh, even though Facebook, you know, may have its own issues with privacy, sometimes at least it's just one swath, if you will, mm-hmm. of of our activities online. And Google already tracks so much of what we do. I mean,
0: well, I'm you know, look- the, uh, Google, but Google announced this week. I don't have the name of it right here. A new photo sharing social network as well but i really think one of the benefits we have on google plus is starting fresh with the circles um you can put people you know you can have acquaintances uh there was a joke on google plus about having a circle that people who are dead to me um you can put (laughs) people in whatever circles you want them to be and it's a lot easier, I think, starting at the outset by setting up these circles, so you can comment to the groups that you actually want to versus going backwards to hundreds of uh, followers
2: yeah i I think that's right i mean it is is you know there's groups in Facebook, but it's something you do after the fact, and it's sort of the front end of of the Google+ Plus, and they sort of have the benefit of everybody gaining an understanding now that they have nine hundred friends on Facebook, they start to realize that uh they're not all friends of the same level. And so Google Plus comes to the market when consumers have more of an understanding of how they'd like to manage their social network. And so in theory, they're motivated to do some of those divisions up front. Um, you know, I think I think in the end, it's still manual. You still need to have everybody. You still need to manage your posts and things like that. And, the, and Google recently had some issues with reposting uh, a little too quickly and, and making it difficult people to kind of control where information went uh, and I think that's the biggest danger that you have with Google is that they um, they, they sort of uh, move first and ask questions later when it was for such a privacy and I think that's going to get some people pause.
1: Uh, Jonathan, can you hang with us because we're going to take a break and we want to talk some more about this and get your take on it uh, So if you, Yeah, would say, yeah I mean you...
0: it shares more, uh, Google Plus is sharing more than a billion pieces of content daily already.
1: Yeah, so. We'll talk some more about this we'll be right back. Do, do not go away
0: this is Marsha Collier and I'm here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the Worldwide to Leader and Technology Radio. With your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to WSRadio.com forward slash barter. That's
3: WSRadio.com forward slash barter. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening
0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And we're at 877-474-3302. And we're talking to Jonathan uh, Zuck, who is the president of the Association for Competitive Technology. Jonathan to me, I, I'm kind of looking at Google+, Plus, and while Google is a tremendously... Uh uh, it's just a huge company that everybody uses Google I mean it's, it's become something that I use on a daily basis But I, I'm looking at Google Plus a little bit like I do the Apple iPad versus every other tablet that's out there Every other day someone came out with a bigger, better, stronger tablet and, and still you look at iPad and it's the leader and continues to be I'm kind of looking at that as Facebook I mean I just don't see Google Plus being something that all these people The 700 million users on Facebook are suddenly going to switch over and say Well now it's Google So what's your take on that?
2: Well, you know, the market can be fickle, certainly. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that Facebook has a lot of users. I don't know that they're the same as fans, right? I'm not sure that people right. love Facebook. You actually have a lot of um, younger people whose parents have friended them and on, on Facebook who are now going off and trying to find other social networking sites where their parents aren't. of Facebook's <laughs> have, been, Facebook That's have changed. right? And so well, you, it, you can know, really see movements because of things like that.
0: Exactly, Mark. Really, it's a different audience at this point. Even when you had MySpace and Facebook running at the same time, it was a totally different audience. Mm -hmm. And if you're a business trying to reach your customers online, you have to figure, you know, study your demographics. See, Because all the information is out there. You can find it through Alexa. You can find it through Google AdSense. You know, see the demographics of where your audience is, and that's where you need to be.
1: And I think you're right, Marsh. I think that in a biz- uh, certainly for a business sense, as is a site like LinkedIn or something, you're going to get a different audience. And, and you may be right, that is the area where you're going to see growth, not in the people that are using Facebook. Uh, what do we need yeah, to well, know? Well, Facebook
2: the is more... End of the scale. You might just see more... Um, you might see Facebook move more toward a business audience. Well, you know... and see Google Plus as the more, you know, uh, uh, Wild West of mm-hmm. well, you
0: networks. know. John, I find it interesting. The minute Google Plus launched, my people who wanted to friend me on Facebook has increased arithmetically. I mean, it's amazing. I go on there every day, and there's more and more people. And I wonder if it isn't an audience division now where you have most of the regular people. You know, because we're in at least a five-year ahead of the general public. I know when I first start, started writing about eBay, people thought it was a crappy garage sale. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, we have, we're quite <laughs> far <was>. ahead.
2: Peenie yeah. <laughs> babies and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, lots way. of people made lots of money on it. So, uh, you know, but be, we're on the crest of technology, and we're looking at something new. So I think being able to take a look at where the people are coming from by observing all the social media platforms at once, you can pretty much get an idea just by looking at the bios of the people who are friending you on the different platforms, who's going where and at what time.
2: I think that's right. And, you know, eventually we'll all have social media implants. We won't even need to go to a
1: website. (laughs) There you go. Hey, Jonathan, what recommendations would you have for people using Google Plus? Are there any tips you'd like to impart upon us?
2: Well, I I think you want to make sure and really go in and and set the privacy settings the way you want to. Again, I think it's Google's habit to act first and ask questions later, uh, you know, with respect to sharing your information. And there was a controversy recently about reposting it because they're trying to be a combination of Facebook and Twitter, if you want to think about it that way. And so make sure that you know who's getting what posts and who's seeing what data, et cetera, um, because I think by default you're going to be sharing more than you realize you are. So my my recommendation is to go in and spend the time um, setting up your profile the way you want uh, before getting too far into it.
1: Hmm. I actually asked on Twitter um, who was going to continue with Facebook, who was going to use Google+, and who was just going to opt out of the whole damn thing. And uh, one of our uh, listeners actually Jay, said, I'll continue cross-posting shares to Facebook while uh, Google+, Plus is a completely separate stream for now. So I think that's probably going to be the experiment, how many people actually do that. Marcia, do you find now that you're using Facebook less and now using Google+, Plus more, or are you using both?
0: because of my books, I have to be on Facebook. So I do, you know, I I posted to my blog today. Uh, I cross-posted that to my fan page on Facebook. But I find that more of my readers want to be my personal friend, which, you know, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I do find now on Google+, Plus. I mean, the two things that I posted this morning on Google+, which, by the way, in case you didn't know, if you have a phone connected with Google+, an Android phone, all your tel- your phone photos get uploaded to your phone photos folder in Google+. Now, they're not published automatically, but it's kind of creepy to see the seven pictures I took of my cat playing with the <laughs> iPad up in my phone <laughs> photos online. You know, I had to still publish them, but they were up there automatically. Right. So, you know, there's right. quite a learning curve that we're all going to have to go through. Uh, but exactly the thing right. on Google+, we're going to, we're have to no, decide
2: just, uh, how we want to manage our personal information.
0: Yeah, and you have to manage it as a business, as a brand, as a person. You know, how much time you want to devote to each of the different platforms. And again, it being a different audience, um, you'll you'll have to make some decisions as to how much time you can spend on it.
1: And and I think that is the key issue. How much time do you want to spend on all these multiple different sites and uh, have a life in between?
0: Uh, jo- exactly.
1: Uh, Jonathan, t- uh, where can we reach you? How do we find out more, and who gets to yeah, join them, your uh, organization? Come check
2: out ACT at uh, www.actonline.org, actonline.org.
1: Great. And do you have a uh, Twitter site? Uh,
0: we yes, do, they but are I don't remember
2: Twitter. what it is. Okay. Yes, <laughs> you are
0: on Twitter, and I will tell you exactly. It's ACT Online.
2: All right,
0: there that's you right. Go. You've hey, gotten a lot of retweets from our audience, and they're enjoying the segment. Uh,
1: hey, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us. We'll uh, check back in a couple of months and see if they're up to seven hundred million uh, users. All right, that sounds great. <laughs> hey, Jonathan, thanks for being with us. Right, Take care. Bye bye. Um, so, Marcia, last week we um, right in the middle of the show we had the issue with the um, sending of emails, multiple emails. So you found this, the reason for that. What did you find out?
0: Yeah, uh, Google Plus's service, uh, uh, servers were overloaded and they were burping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good explanation. Uh, yeah, you and know, it's hard and to believe that they weren't prepared for this. Uh, you know, uh, a site like Google. Sweetheart,
0: which- how many, I, I, I think I quoted early on hold on i'll tell you exactly right now they're at 10 million users
1: oh i know but even for google you know with the amount of server hits they get on a daily basis through google it's hard to believe that they weren't prepared a little bit more prepared for this i don't know if they didn't think people were going to you know that many people were going to be able to sign on in that quick a period of time but it's a little surprising for google
0: exact well you know i'm not i i I think it it got on it hit it hit hard and they knew what they were doing they were um monitoring how many invites they were allowing at a time. Right. So I think that minor server glitch was, you know, a limited thing.
1: And it was. I think it ended, in fact, right after I got off the show, I had to put emails into a spam folder, and that stopped them from coming. So for me, that's what happened. And then I guess it's, I, I assume it hasn't happened since because I haven't seen it happen since.
0: Well, what I have on my Outlook is I have a folder that all Google Plus mail goes to. But you can go online on Google Plus and regulate when and where the mail, you know, gets mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. which is Interesting.
1: important. Interesting. Well, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see where we go with this. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge Google fan. I mean, I use it. You know, a hundred times a day, and it'll be interesting to see whether this is actually as successful as they hope it will be. Uh, Well, what I
0: find it's doing is it's it's stretching the allotted amount of time, because being in business and in certain businesses, you need to be in social media. Mm -hmm. You know, how much time can you stretch?
1: Right. It is. Yeah, it's it, very very time consuming you know I have to say that when Facebook first came well, when Facebook first came out I was virtually not on it at all and my daughter said hey you know you really ought to give this a try and I said
0: hey I, I said I too know. if you remember yeah, yeah I gave you a hard time forever for that
1: yeah and I was kind of like I, you know I don't know I don't care and I still use Facebook only for my personal friends I don't use it for the show I don't use it for other things I just simply you know it's too time-consuming for me because I do have multiple things that I do in my life and when Facebook came on it I thought it was a lot of fun, and I have to say I was on Facebook twenty times a day. You know, the, from the time I started, for at least probably the first year or so. Now I think maybe once a day I check in. You know, you get an email that someone has posted something, or you see some pictures. As you say, I tend not to use it as frequently as I did. I do t- use Twitter a little bit more than I used to, but overall I just well, don't
0: that's good use to say.
1: Yeah, but I just don't. <laughs> and, and we, you know, we're getting more followers on Mark and Marcia. Uh, in fact, we got one today, Rudolph Escand. Yeah, but thank you for following us. Um, And so, you know, I I use it a little bit more on the Twitter side and a little bit less on the Facebook side.
0: But, you know, it's also important when people are following on Twitter, you have to go in and read their bio. I mean, because there's a lot of Forex traders on there and there's a lot of MLM people on there. So, you know, you've got to take a look at the buyers and one of the things I do because I have a very large Twitter stream is I go to a site called Untweeps a couple times a month Mm -hmm. and I drop people from my stream that aren't active Twitter accounts. Interesting. And that's, it's very important for you to manage your accounts because I think we've talked about, you know, clout before and Mm -hmm. social media measurement. Because, you know, for our radio show, too, agencies are following on Twitter. My sure. Edelman, uh, I don't know if you know about the agency. Oh, uh, sure, I work with them all the, the time. Ed- my Edelman ranking is 76.6, which is really high mm-hmm. in social media. Now, agencies are taking a look at that to see if media is active and who they're reaching and what percent of people they're reaching.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, it's... It's become a whole new thing for media and business and everybody involved, except for you.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> because a your bit, well,
0: business is a little bit different.
1: No, in our business, as a financial advisor, I don't, I don't do that. We don't tweet. We don't do that. Everything is, you know, in our case, we talk about privacy. We talk about nothing. You know, we are so bound by privacy laws that we really don't do that kind of thing. Uh, but we'll talk some more about this. It's a fascinating stuff. We'll see where it goes. Uh, don't go away. We'll be right there.
0: This is Marcia Collier, and I'm along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
4: Could your business use
3: $10,000 to a half million dollars in cash flow to grow faster? Do you need money for things like purchasing inventory or advertising your business? If you do, call AmeriMerchant. AmeriMerchant offers a variety of working capital programs for your business. While banks have tightened up their criteria to give money to small businesses, AmeriMerchant is providing working capital to all types of businesses every day. They even have special programs that allow your business to purchase inventory or advertise with no money up front grow your business today with up to a half million dollars in new cash flow in as little as seven days only from merchant. call us right now for a free quote 800-430-7570 800-430-7570 call us 24 hours a day for a free quote Eight hundred four three zero seven five seventy eight
4: hundred four three zero seven five seven zero.